Second and victory. Listen, I've been depressed this last week, like real depressed. I haven't talked to anybody about this game, talked about the Titans. I, I have ignored it. Usually I'm like on work on Mondays. Yeah, oh man, what about the Titans? How about them Titans? I said, don't even talk. I don't, I don't bring it up. Let's have a good week at work. Like this is going to be the most depressing week if we talk about the Titans right now. So that's why we're going to talk about it tonight. It's, it's time for us to decompress and vent about what is going on with the state of the Tennessee Titans right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Second of Victory Podcast. My name's Austin Nelson. Appreciate you listening. As always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Brett Batchelor and Chris Carter. What's up, boys? What up, fam? What up, what up? Sad. God, Titans. Yeah, sad. Guys, what the fuck is wrong right seven and now? Six. Seven and six. Three weeks ago, they were seven and three. And we're, yeah. we're, it's a different, here's a different tune. Like, we're talking about, hey, here's what has to happen to get the one seed. Hey, I think we learned what, like, Hey, here's what has to happen to not let the Jags catch you. I think we learned which road we took on the crossroads. <laughs> right now, the Titans are sitting <laughs> in, 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 they're, they're in oncoming traffic is what they're at right now. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just avoided the crossroad and went straight in the ditch. Like, yeah. it's bad. It's a straight bad situation right now. Uh I mean, that, that first quarter was fun, right? Derek, 96 yards. They scored two touchdowns. It's a fun first quarter. Felt like Green Bay. And then after that, it just goes downhill. What changed? Downing. You think? I don't know. We got to be. Mistakes. I mean, mistakes Turnovers. changed everything. Three, yeah. You're not going to be very successful with three first half turnovers. Uh, first, three first half turnovers. Um, especially all on your side of the fifty. No, the Derek was on the other side. Yeah, yeah Derek as well. Because that's when they were driving, and you thought they were going to retake momentum of the game, yeah. and then Derek fumbled it. That's what I meant. That's what I was talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. Uh, then the Tannehill on your fumble. side of the field, Austin. Where you it sit? Was. It was the Tannehill fumble was as well. The Dude. first one. The Dennis Daly effect on that one. There's so many things to talk about. Like, there's so many different areas where you can just look at it and say, "Yeah, that was bad, I mean, and that was you're bad." You're looking bad. at one, two. I mean, you're looking at five or six guys on the offense. That there's a good chance they're not here next year. Like a, a total revamp of the offense next year. Well, I, I text you guys like there could be seven new starters next year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking about, so, but but there's, right then you're talking quarterback as well, correct? Maybe mm-hmm. at, at this point, like the new regime, I don't think anything's off limits for anybody. Like I think every Titans person kind of should be on guard. Of course, there's a few locks I would assume, right? But for the, I'd say seventy five percent of the roster, they watch may not be. Back. Watch your back. Yeah, I watch agree. Your, watch your back. I mean, who would you say on offense is a lock right now? MPF. Yeah. MPF, Derek, Traylon, obviously. You don't is think Derek, Derek is? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I, would I think have so, no man. idea. Yeah, I would the only so. the only the only ones I I would say are guaranteed starters are MPF, Traylon, 
and then you hope Nate Davis is resigned. Yeah. Ben's, would, ben Jones is still under contract for I another year, ben, I think. Ben's back. I would yeah. think he's probably back, but you have a huge hole at left tackle. Aaron Brewer is not your long-term left guard. Robert Woods' close. contract makes him easy to get out from under. Ten, I mean, the, Hooper, Hooper won't be back. It'd have to be a – I mean, it's a one-year deal, but you'd have to get him for a much better price. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Jess Swain will do something to find his way back on the roster. <laughs> right. Yeah, Ch- yeah Chig, will, Chig will be a starter, obviously. And I guess he start, he's been the technical starter the last what few games. So, um, yeah. I mean, you, you've got a handful, but quarterback could be different. The whole left side of your line could be different. Wide receiver two could be different. Wide receiver three could be different. There's a lot. There could potentially be a, a ton of turnover on this offense. And I mean, obviously, we'll know more after the season about who to go after and things like that. But like, if you look now, is not the, now is not draft talk. But like, if you're looking, I mean, you're not going to go wide receiver probably till around two or three. You're not going around one, and then you got to find somewhere for agency. Because I mean, it could it could be the same thing next year too, depending on because it's not a heavy, heavy draft wide receiver class, but like, I mean, I hate that we're talking about this right now, but it's just, it's, times are, they're stuck right now. I mean, I th- again, I think it depends on where, on what you do in free agency and then who falls in the draft. Like, I mean, if a guy like, you know, obviously it goes back to the drafting hurt players, but if a Jackson Smith and Jigba's there in the 20s, whenever you're right. picking, like, that could be a guy you target, you know? Um, Jalen Hyatt in round two, maybe. Uh, I mean, you could go left tackle in the first round. Uh, yeah, I did. I would. I would much rather try to solve tackle in free agency. Oh, I w- I'm so sick of drafting tackles. <laughs> it hadn't worked it's, out. It's such a boring pick, man, in the first round. But I feel like that's the direction you got to go. It's it's that bad. Yeah, I think they got to go line heavy this yeah. offseason. I think well, there's a there's a guy on the roster that thinks he's the starting left tackle. If you uh, look at his Twitter likes. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be Dylan Radens, uh, which is I I mean, hard to argue with him. He might it, it might be kind of classless, but there's no reason you should still be trotting Dennis Daly out there. He's got to be frustrated, does he not, Dylan Radens? I mean, how could he not be? Dennis Daly sucks. Is arguably one of the worst left tackles. In NFL history. <laughs> Listen, you, you, I, a few a few months back when I was shitting on Cody Hollister because he had no business being on the field, he had no business being you know in any personnel um, sets. Like he had no no business touching the ball. Like I, I get so pissed off watching that number eight with the fucking long hair trot out in the field. I, I hated it. Now, like we all had that same type of feeling about Dennis Daly. Like when you I, see seventy one, you're like fuck. Here we go. Third and nine sack coming. Here we go. Dennis Dennis might not be a bad left guard, but he is not a left tackle. He's just not. Dennis may be a good insurance agent. He like he should not. Austin does not want to see him on the football field ever. Like it's one of the worst. Like when we think about like some of the worst Titans of all time, Dennis Daly's up there. I mean, it's it's one hundred percent at this part at this point coaching malpractice that he's still being put on the football field. That's a that's a knock on Vrabel. That's a knock on Todd Downing. But even worse, it's a knock on Keith Carter. 
how how they all three look at this guy and think he's our best option. And he may be. You know what? Like Dylan Radens may in the long term be worse than him, but you're not even you're not even giving him a chance to show he's worse. And that's what that's what drives me the craziest. Like I don't I've said this before on the pod, but like it always feels like Rabel would rather watch a veteran make mistakes than let a rookie or a young guy make mistakes. Which makes no and sense. Feel, and I feel like once you get in Rabel's doghouse as a young player, it's impossible to get out of it. It's a good point. The thing that sucks too, man, is a lot of people uh, obviously don't like Dennis Daly. I saw somebody tweet the other day. They said there were multiple packages the other day where LaRaven Clark was on the field as an extra tight end. And Jeff Swain yeah. was on the field as well. So you know that's obviously that's coming as a run play. But there are, a lot of times they're over on the left side, which means you have two extra guys out on the field to help Dennis Daly block, which means you have technically you have four or five guys on the left side of the line to help one person. Think about that. Uh, yeah, the Titans allowed uh, four sacks on Sunday. Uh, let me see. I just, I just had it. Yeah, four sacks with 27 yards and nine quarterback hits. Just a, another bad day up front. And at this point, man, like, I know Amber is the left guard, but I'd, I'd much rather see him go to backup center. But the thing is, though, is like, do you want to roll out with LaRaven Clark and Dylan Radins? I mean, is that going to be worse? Because obviously, I mean, I know I know a lot of people would rather do it, but like, I mean, there's, I mean, LaRaven's got to be worse, does he not? Or are they just that stubborn? I think there's some. I think there's some ego going on. One hundred percent. Listen, I mean, we've seen we've seen Dylan out there, and we saw him match up against Bosa and did well. We've seen Handle him play guard and do well. We've seen him play right guard do well. Like the guy's not a bad football player. Dennis Daly is a bad football player. And it's like it's not. And there's no like discussion about it or anything like that he's just legitimately bad there's no like well he did a good thing here he didn't okay he's just terrible like there's no if ands or buts about it (laughs) you think he like goes in the cafeteria and like sits by himself you think he even has a lot (laughs) no because because the guy's got his back because taylor the other day dennis made a good play and taylor one tweeted out hey heck of a play right there right there by number 71 daily so they're all they're all gonna push for him one hundred percent. That's the that's the first tweet about that in Twitter history. <laughs> that's never been tweeted. It before. was it uh, to be fair, it was a great play by Dennis Daly. No, nope, uh, he either. came he came across the toward the right side of the line and just absolutely blew up a guy. Say it, Austin. Say what? It was a good play by Daly. I'm not. I will never say <laughs> it. No, like he he owes you one. Like he owes everybody one good play. Like thank you for doing your job, Dennis Daly. I appreciate it. It's just, dude, I am, I'm so frustrated because it, it feels like for the first time in a long time, this team's going backwards and this team's like stuck in the mud. And we've talked about it before. They're so lucky being the division that they're in, but I think that luck is starting to run out because you saw a guy on the other side of the field on Sunday, Travis, uh, I'm going to call him Travis Lawrence. I have a friend whose name's Travis Lawrence. <laughs> so like Travis Lawrence. Um, Trevor Lawrence had a phenomenal game. Like you got to give that guy credit. Um, Evan Ingram had a all-time game. Congrats to him. It always seems like that one. So we've talked about it a million it's times. It's always against the Titans, man. It's always the Titans. It's always against, it's the, always Titans. against the Titans. 
It was Every DC single Jack Doyle. There's been other guys throughout the years, but now it was Evan Ingram on Sunday. Cox. Yeah, it's always somebody. We um, thought this defense got worse without Danico, but, man, it got even worse without David Long. Like, at one point, I remember I was at the game, and they showed the stats on the, on the scoreboard, and it was like 228 passing yards for the, for the uh, Jaguars and like 22 rushing yards. Yeah. So, like, the defense – Rushed, the run defense had a good game for the first time in a couple weeks. It was good to see that, um, even without Danico. But the pass they didn't, defense, they didn't need the run game though. You didn't. The pass defense was terrible. Um, I remember a couple back to back plays. I think it was Zay Jones was a receiver. Um, Terrence Mitchell just got cooked. You know he's playing eight nine yards off as always. Yeah. Why they do that? Why he does that? Makes no sense to me. He's starting to get on my shit list too. I mean. If, if Jay, if Zay Jones didn't have butterfingers half of his targets, they would have scored fifty points in that game. He he dropped several key passes, and uh, yeah, T. Mitch got beat by him a bunch, a whole bunch. If anything, man, David Long Jr.'s number in the offseason is going up because when he's not on the field, it's showing the rest of the team just how badly they need him on the field. Yeah. I want to go back to the turnovers real quick again because, you know, I mean, it's four turnovers on Sunday. I mean, that's very un-Titans-like. And I, it, for the penalties as well. I mean, it, it, it was a it, there's so many penalties on Sunday on both sides. Like, the game, I felt, was slow for a little bit just because the, the refs were, were not, would not stop calling um, things. I think that's uh, what – is that – that's three Derek fumbles in two games, right? Yeah. Something that's very uncommon. Very, very uncommon. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, four turnovers that the uh, Jags scored twenty points on. Um, yeah, so twenty so they of the Jaguars scored, they scored on all four of them. Then twenty of the Jaguars thirty six total points were the direct results of Tennessee turnovers. How many points did the Titans lose by again? Sixteen. The Titans had control of that game without the turnovers. Like they were, they were controlling that entire game, and then the turnovers happened, and you just let a, 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 a average team beat you with a very well improved quarterback who's starting to get some swagger too, which also causes some issues for the division. I think that's the most frustrating part about a lot of the Titans' losses is that they don't, outside of like the Eagles game where they're just a very very good team the bills early in the season like if you look at every other loss other four losses you just beat yourself somehow some way including the giants game like i know a lot of people Man, like something i mean yeah, and like game, beat yourself because in like week four or five some people are like oh well the giants are good so that was actually a decent loss but that's still another game where the titans should have won the football game yeah to me right now Trevor Lawrence and the Jags kind of feels like when Deshaun Watson and the Texans started clicking, right? Like it feels it feels like we're getting to a point where the division's just going to be theirs at some point. And the Titans have right now a 35-year-old quarterback and a almost 30-year – is Derek almost, almost 30? I think. Almost yeah. uh, year old running back. And they're just getting older. Uh, and then you got, you know, a young guy in Trevor Lawrence – the Colts are probably going to have a young, young quarterback soon. Bryce um, or CJ, most likely. And then the Texans, um, who are who are, are the Texans? Um, <laughs> so bad. But but it's getting to a point, you know, like where looking beyond this year, like 
if if there's not that turnover uh, on offense that that we were kind of talking about, like you're kind of just treading water, right? Like, yeah, you'll probably still be competitive, but are you ever are you going to be able to compete for the division starting next year with with those kind of teams? Unless there's a massive roster overhaul, like again, that's I think that. I'm already punting on this season, guys. I'll just be real. Like they're gonna they're gonna find a way to squeak by and win the division. I think we all know that. They're gonna lose the playoff game. I'm actually I, not certain of it at this point. And 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 that's even a bigger issue, Chris. If they if they find a way to to blow this division lead, then there's a problem. I think so too. And at that point, do you look at Vrabel? Is Vrabel the, the reason for it, or is it just because like Amy knows that? This is what Mike's been dealt with. Like, look at this roster that he has. I mean, that, it's hard. that roster that roster went seven and three to start the season. I mean, I know there's been a few key injuries lately, but there were a few key injuries at the beginning of the season too. They just they they there's no energy with this team right now. Like, Dude, there's, they, no, there's no swagger. There's nothing. Nothing's going for them right now at all. Like, they need a bounce back game somehow. Like, they need a, a great game, and I don't know if it's going to happen this Sunday in against the Chargers because they they're there's playing no, with some, no. I don't think some so. Mojo right now. I was thinking about today at work, like the Titans right now at sitting at seven six, they look more like a, a a top ten pick team, right? Like you look at a team like the Lions, uh, the Chargers, um, the Patriots. Like I'm not so certain those teams would beat the Titans right now. And you may think like, no, no way. They're playing better football than Titans. The Lions right are playing much better football. They're going they're playing, the, the key direction. thing is they're playing confident football. Yeah, that's the big thing. They haven't been. <clears throat> it's like the, we so, talked about it in the, in the text, Chris. Like the Titans peaked at the Packers game. Yeah, terrible time to peak. Terrible time to peak. Three HL talked about today. They said, other than Danico Autry, who's obviously out right now, which player that's out is causing the biggest miss for the Titans? Like, is is Traylon the missing piece is causing this? Is Christian Fulton? Being out because Christian Fulton forces other DBs have to play different positions with him being out. Which piece that's out causes the biggest issue right now that could help the Titans if they were back on the field? Taylor the one. I mean, yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. It is though. I, mean, I thought you got about Taylor the one. You got Taylor one. You got David Long. You got Christian Fulton, and you got Traylon Burks. And honestly, you got Hassan Haskins and Dontrell too. Have both been banged up as well. So I mean. I mean, I it's, mean, Julius Chestnut's your RB two guys. It's uh, it's easy to say that it's Burks. It's got to be. Yeah. Um, there's no way to twist it. He's your wide receiver one. He's yeah. he's obviously when he's on the field, he gets he's the your, ball and he he's makes your only thread at wide receiver. Not to say, I mean, like we saw it, we saw it on Sunday. Like Robert Woods can still make plays, and W. I can still make plays, but Traylon Burks is your only threat to make a big Correct. play. I'd be fine. I'd be just fine next year, man. Like, if I, I have no issue with Robert Woods at all, but bring him back on a good deal as wide receiver three, and go find somebody else and let Robert do his thing. He doesn't need ten targets a game, but like, you got to add something to this offense to where you can throw it to. Because then you have Traylon, you have somebody else on the outside, and then you have Chig as well. I mean, you got to find some sort of piece to add some spark to the offense. I mean, Robert Woods pretty much just like works out like an LA fitness in the Titans offense. All he does is just run cardio on Sundays. 
The, there's you, one guy uh, that'll be it. There's one guy wide receiver that'll be a free agent that they should have gotten this year, and that's Juju. I think uh, I having Juju, Juju, having Juju on this roster right now, they look a lot different. I think. Hey, they should make a trade for a wide receiver like a guy like AJ Brown. Could you imagine I AJ think Brown? That'd be good. Dude, could you imagine Coffin. AJ Brown on this roster? <laughs> Dude. Oh my gosh. Geez. I'm just delirious at this point, man. It's just, oh, I'm just so bummed. What about, okay, not next season, but a guy like after next year, T. Higgins is a free agent. I, I, I've I mean, said for a long time, go trade for Tyler Boyd. Yeah, somebody like that. I'd be just fine with Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd's an awesome wide receiver, too. Yeah. And a good pair, and a good pair of trailing. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't even know what the biggest need is right now. Is it quarterback? A big body is wide receiver it, like T. Higgins. Is it wide receiver? Right is it? I think it's receiver and O-line, man. I really do. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, listen, I really do. I, 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 I totally think, you know, Ryan Tannehill is capable, right? I mean, he's a very capable quarterback for this, for this team. But I don't know that Tannehill, especially right now, is, <clears throat> is elevating the players around him. And I think that's a problem. Like – a quarterback making the kind of money that he makes should be making the players around him better. And that's just not happening. So and I know that's back. tough to say because I mean, Tannehill, you can tell Tannehill's given pretty much everything he, he can out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not, I don't think any of this is really on Tannehill, but at the same time, it's not on Tannehill, but, but it, he has at the to, same time it is. He has to take responsibility to get these guys playing better. A Patrick Mahomes makes players around him better and makes Ryan Tannehill money. You know what I mean? So like, do, you, do you think their, Tannehill's their contract, they're, they're, they're both in that elite tier of quarterback contract right now. And Do you think Tannehill's just kind of going through the motions? I don't think so. I just, I mean, I just don't think he's at a point in his career where he's going to make people better. Is Malik? I uh, it, I don't know if Ryan ever so, made right. Did Ryan ever make anybody better on this on this roster? I, I think would, in nineteen and twenty he did. I really do. But was it Arthur Smith doing that? I think it's one of those things to where they gel so well to get so well together that it allowed Ryan to do that. So like, like I've always been under the belief that Ryan is a very good quarterback. I've never had an issue with Ryan. I've been under the belief that when he is put into a correct situation that allows him to flourish, then he can do good. Now, you can say that about every quarterback, but some guys are different. Like Patrick Mahomes is just different. Other guys, Tom Brady, who went to Tampa, different OC, he's just different, obviously. Now, not, not everybody's Tom Brady. I don't, I don't know. I but, mean, I, I think I think going back to what you just said, I think it's every quarterback. It, is, it has to be in the right system. I don't know that Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes without Andy Reid. I mean, let's be real. Like, it, mm-hmm. he didn't look like that at Texas Tech, did he? Like – I don't, no, I don't know. But Cliff Kingsbury I think, also kind of sucks too. I think, well, valid. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I th- going back to your original point, I think that that's important that like a quarterback has to be in a good fit for them. Right. And I think the Arthur Smith offense was a good fit for Tannehill. And I think that's what allowed him to, that's a good point. I guess that's kind of what I'm trying to say. I think that's what allowed him to flourish. I'm not saying that he's a bad quarterback. I'm not saying that he's not elite. But it's just he's in a system right now that it's just I, – I don't think that anybody is going to be able to get better just because of the way that the offense is set up. I don't think it allows for anybody to step up their game. Uh, 
uh, I think what was a positive on Sunday, let's just talk about some of that, was the red zone efficiency. That was back. Um, three for three in the red zone on Sunday. Uh, the run game, like I said, for the first quarter was good. They did average 7.1 yards per carry. Or Derek, I'm sorry, average 7.1 yards per carry on Sunday. But and then you can look at the second half. Three carries for two yards. Yeah, and I'll three. say uh, at the, I made a I made a bet uh, a like on FanDuel on Sunday for uh, an alternate rushing total of Derek for one twenty five plus, and he had ninety six at the end of the first first period or first quarter, and I was like, oh, I got this in the Yeah, I did not. I told the guys around me, like, hey, two hundred today. Like this is what we're doing. It's, it's that kind of day. No, I mean he should have been. I mean, he he should have he should have had well over two hundred in that game probably. I mean we we were five minutes into the game and Derek already had social media blowing up. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like it was that fast. Todd Todd freaked out as soon as one turnover happened. Like oh yeah. oh, oh crap, I got to change the game plan now. Yeah. Why? Like the, the, the run game was, is a problem that they got out of scripted plays and he had to actually just make decisions. Hey, I thought about y'all during the game too, especially well both y'all. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Like, as the two-minute drill was going on and the Titans were starting to push the ball down the field again, that offense was rolling, it was right back to, is Tannehill the one in control? Because the offense was just boom, 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 down the field, first down, eight yards, 10 yards, 12 yards, five yards. It was rolling, rolling, rolling. And made me think of both of y'all, because both of y'all mentioned it multiple times, is that Tannehill's two-minute script where he just kind of does it on his own and just kind of works with Todd rather than listening to Todd. Yeah. I mean, I... Can you imagine, like, if if Titans just came out and played an entire game in the hurry up offense? Like, how 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 many points would we score? We'd have to top thirty, right? the The way that they play in the hurry up offense, when again, as we all believe, Tannehill's in control, it's it's just a whole different offense at that point. I agree. See more of that. Uh, what about the flea flicker on the first play? I loved it. I did too. I loved it. I loved it. I, I the love it. Issue the... I had is... Go ahead. Go back and look at the replay, dude. Go back and look at the replay. Just drop it to Robert Woods. Yeah. Just drop it. He's open. Just drop it to or Woods. Got, very got 35 yards. developed play. Yes. Or if you're going to do that, put your fastest receiver on the field and race him at math and let him burn somebody. Yeah. And Racy didn't play like the entire first quarter. I remember that. It was it was a lot of Chris Conley. And then Racy kind of yeah. – he, he saw more snaps in the second half. He's, he started coming in on third down, I noticed. Um, and and he was targeted four times, I think, and all four of them were just underthrows, like it yeah. just weren't mm-hmm. catchable balls by him. Just gonna connect to him. Four, four uh, uh, three underthrows, throws, and one overthrow on that deep ball down the right side. He almost, I mean, he was like a foot away from it. I want to give you all some stats after thirteen games for the Titans. Uh, offensive stats: twenty ninth overall, 29th in pass, sixteenth in run, and twenty sixth in points. The defense, they are tied for 25th overall, 31st in pass, 3rd in the run, and 12th overall in points. Just the pass game is bringing them down. Man, could you imagine, dude, like aside from Denver, could you imagine pulling for an offense who's statistically worse than the Titans? I mean, you know how bad – I feel like it's the worst thing ever every Sunday. I could not imagine rooting for a worse offense. Yeah, 
It's bad. And then you look at like you look at the 49ers on Sunday with Brock Purdy and they put up damn near 40 points. It's frustrating. That's what I'm that's what I'm kind of like I'm I love Derrick Henry. I love who the Titans have been. I'm just ready to move on. I want I want fun football. Like I want wide receivers. I want an elite quarterback. You're not getting that though. I don't right know if the football gods will have that You're ever. Not getting that. And you, hey, you, we might though. Like I mean, they we, gave it to we us don't know years. what the picture looks like. Football gods gave it to us for two it, years. It kind of feels like it kind of feels like the Grizzlies transition, right? You had the core four, the defensive. Uh, uh, they were a very defensive, efficient team, and then they kind of had like this lull, and then all of a sudden they're an offensive powerhouse. Chris, I can't do a lull. Okay, I, I know. <laughs> I know. It's consecutive winning seasons. Like I'm over the lulls. Like I want to go to the next level. Like I want to I compete for Super Bowls now. I'm past the lull. Would you, point. Would like, you take know. a Would you take a one year lull if it meant getting the NFL John Morant? <laughs> With without a doubt. Like, yeah. I would, I would, take, and, I would take, I, I'd take one lull for the next Mahomes or Burrow without a can fucking. We, can we do that and still make the wild card? Would no. that be? Is that okay? No. no. <laughs> I well, wish like, the year the Chiefs drafted Mahomes. Did they go to the playoffs? Because they traded up. I don't think they did. Oh, no, because I think they they, I, they only traded up like four or five slots. A, I think. a couple spots, I think so too. Yeah. You know, I kind of feel like the Chiefs right now, man. And not the Chiefs of – hang on. Not the Chiefs of today. I saw both of y'all said pop up. Like the 2012-2013 Chiefs where Alex Smith was kind of like, okay, do we move on from Alex Smith? Do we not? They kind of kept him. They had Dexter McCluster, Jamal Charles. They had some eliteness to them. Could never put it all the way together. Like, do you remember that uh, that Colts playoff game? Was it 2014, 2015, yeah. something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Where they had that massive lead, came back, blew it, and then two years later, now look at where the Colts are. Now I'm not saying we're gonna go the the or the Chiefs. I'm not saying we're gonna go the Chiefs direction, but I'm talking about like early 2010s Chiefs. I kind of feel like when they were kind of stuck, that Titans might be in the same situation. So, so I actually lied. Uh, 2016. So they drafted Mahomes in 2017 in the 2017 draft. So the 2016 season, they went 12 and four. Did they? They moved up from twenty-seven to ten to get uh, Mahomes. See that—that that is what I want to see in the draft. Like I don't know yeah. if—is Bryce Young the next guy? Is any quarterback in this draft the next guy? Is CJ Stroud the next guy? I—I I, I have no idea. I have, I'm not—I'm not ready for, to talk mock drafts yet. I don't give a shit about that yet. But those are two guys you got to look at, right? Or do you punt until next year and go get Caleb Williams, who could be like the next Mahomes? What's his name too? From Colts, Carolina is going to be good too. I forget his name, but he's transferring out. But that's going to be a good guy. He'll be, he'll be somewhere big. Yeah, he's going to Auburn soon, but to, train, to, to visit. But yeah, I, I just—it's so frustrating. A year ago, the Titans are you know legitimate, legitimately competing for a championship, the one seed, and they followed it up with this. Now we're talking about blowing it up. Now it's just sad, exactly. And so I think injuries are part of it too. Uh, this year and last year. Uh, but even the most – my mom could could find out and say, oh, there's a lot of holes in this team. And the Titans have still – you know, they haven't addressed it. That's why J-Rob got fired. That's why he's not here. 100%. That's what happened. It'll, it'll be interesting to see um, – I actually had this conversation on Reddit uh, yesterday because um, people, people were talking about how Malik's just a J-Rob project. 
And my my rebuttal to that is J-Rob's not the one that played Malik the majority of snaps in the preseason to, to let him earn the, the QB2 job. Number two spot, yep. Um, <clears throat> that was Mike Vrabel. And Vrabel has talked glowingly about Malik uh, at times. I think Malik is a guy that Vrabel wants to see succeed. I think he's a guy that he likes. Um, and I think I think that's the kind of quarterback Vrabel really wants. Uh, is a is a very mobile quarterback who can complete passes. Um, so with that said, cut Tannehill, go get Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I think you're being serious too. I'm not, but okay, I do it. No, you talk about one, you talk about it. you talk about one of the Lamar Jackson. There it is. No, listen, Lamar, because Lamar has been in the league long enough now. Where we know who he is, he's got. A, I, I don't know if he ever win MVP again. Like I think Lamar, Lamar's Lamar. Like he's not on the level of Burrow, Mahomes. No, not from Allen. the arm standpoint. Can he win you a Super Bowl? No, I don't think from so. The, do you do you not think that that Lamar is on the same level as, as a playmaker as Joe Burrow? In a Jalen Hurts, but. Game on the line, I, I don't trust Lamar. And stats could prove me wrong, but I just don't. There's nothing that really sticks out my mind that like Lamar has led all these game winning drives. They just they I don't know. I don't really, just to backtrack, I don't really want Lamar. I, um, I I'd, I'd rather roll with Malik because I I think Malik can be better than Lamar. Uh, I um, but I, I do think Lamar is. Uh, as elite of a playmaker as any of those quarterbacks you mentioned. I don't think he's even close to them in passing talent. Now, Jalen Hurts uh, is significantly better, I think, than than Lamar. Uh, and he's a guy that I will go to my grave saying I was right about, that Austin can do the same. All right, so I'll just look it up. So most game-winning drives since 2016. Uh, Tom Brady has 77. Okay, he says he has the most. All right. Lamar Jackson That's insane. has 49. To put it in perspective, Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill has 50. Tannehill had Matt a hell of a stretch with, with some first quarter. Yeah, that 19 to 21 stretch was kind of insane. Matt Ryan, 50. Like I, I, again, uh, I like really Lamar as well. I'm just not going to go trade the farm for him. You wouldn't have to. He's a free agent, isn't he? Yeah, probably. Yeah, unless they franchise him, possibly. Right. Which they probably will. Yeah, I don't see Lamar leaving. I think that whole situation was a a shit show. I think if he if he has an agent, I think that deal gets done. Yes. Yeah. Um. I do want to talk about some positives because the Titans are close to getting some guys back. Um, and I think that's an important thing right now. Uh, Zach Cunningham, his 21 day practice windows opened. Um, so we shall see about that and see how fast he 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 I wonder if he learned how to tackle while he was out. He watched any film. He'll be your seventh hour return, right? Sixth? Sixth. Sixth. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Talk about messing one up, though, about bringing Ola back. 
It's crazy. I mean, that's a mistake. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Um, and then Robert Woods uh, showed up on the injury report with an illness. I think I mean, it's a, a big deal. Dontrell Hilliard had a scary injury on Sunday. I don't. I doubt we see him on. He's uh, out. Sunday. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then progress though, Hassan Haskins. So I think he'll be back. Um, fingers crossed on Sunday. And then Danico Autry, he practiced. And that's that's the biggest name on here um, outside Traylon Burks, who um, limited is still practice. iffy. Was he he was limited today? Yeah, he's got to log a practice and then clear a medical check the next day to be eligible to come off the protocol. And they need Traylon back. And then yeah, Trey Avery as well was on the practice field. So, would you rather have Trey Avery or Terrence Mitchell on the field? Trey Avery. Trey Avery. I think so too. Yeah, Trey. I really do. Again, know. goes back to I'd rather watch a young guy make the same mistakes a vet's going to make. So. Yeah. Um, man, man, I'm just sick of getting hurt. <laughs> it's, it's so depressing. I'm, so, I'm tired of it, dude. I think we need to clip that. Like I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just bummed, man. Like this season's not as fun anymore. It's not fun when you lose, obviously, but it's not fun when you lose and you're hurt because of like the, there's no there's, star there's, spot. There's, there's not the that you know like a a roar you get sometimes when you walk into like like if you walk into into Fenway you're gonna get like this this um this uh, kind of like that feeling that you can't explain type thing. Yep. You're not getting that walking in the Nissan right now. You did a couple years ago, like two years ago. You did into the playoff game, but this year you're not even getting that energy vibe. Y'all should have seen it at like after half um, at the game Sunday. Like there's oh, a certain there? one of I was like, this is like, like a, a, a solid. It's like a solid yeah. high school state championship game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could have gone, Ch- gone over to Chattanooga instead, which is so stupid, man. I hate it's that. Well, would you rather be back in Cookville? I feel like that was kind of weird too. I think you play. You play. You either played at the stadium at Nissan Stadium or, or you Vanderbilt. played at Vandy. Yeah, one hundred percent. Little little insider info. Uh Their uh, their plan is to be in the new stadium for it. Okay, that, that's dope. Play it at Joe's. They've got yeah. a they've, yeah, yeah, literally. They've got a couple more years on the contract, I think, uh, in chat. So. Was it Finley Stadium? I have no idea. That was called. Um, I, have no idea. I think that's what it's called. But they, uh, their their primary goal is to be in in the new Titan Stadium. I mean, like, could you could you imagine being from from where like Ramon Foster's from up in like Northwest? Yeah, Tennessee, I can imagine dude, that's where from. That's yeah, yeah, from, and like driving, <laughs> and like that's where Chris is from, and like driving down to freaking. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a trip, dude. My my stepdad, my stepdad did it. My stepdad got to referee in the in the state championship. Um, that's wild. And he, and that's they cool did that, that trip. That. That's yeah. really cool. I mean, how long is the um, drive? Uh, so it's three hours to here, uh, a little bit over five hours, or right at five hours. Probably feel. I would imagine it feels like longer because you probably don't see anything for the entire drive. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, bro. I'm just, I'm just bummed. Yeah, it's uh, oh man, it's just <laughs> can't even really say. There's no words, honestly. Listen, like listen the, guys, the best game. Now, now we get to go rebound against Justin Herbert. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> hey, and then you got Dak Prescott coming to town soon too, and that offense. 
like usually we can start these last couple of years. We're like, hey, this is the this is the kind of game the Titans win. Right no. now, you're, I no. mean, if if you're being an optimistic person or a, like an even keel person, you're looking at 500 to finish at the best, which is nine and eight. And you just got blown out by the team who you have to play one more time too. Yeah, not looking good. The 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 only thing that is the only saving grace here is that they get guys healthy. That's about it. Like you, the only thing you can hope for right now is getting guys healthy to end the season. You you've got to think the just knowing the leaders on this team, like they they this doesn't feel like the type of team that's going to let themselves get blown out again, right? Like I feel like we should at least Three expect the Chargers. I feel like this happened at, at least, least expect a close game against the Chargers. But I don't know if it's a win. At least. They usually play the Chargers well. Um, Mike Vrabel once said, uh, Corey Curtis tweeted this out, culture is what you are when things are at their worst. It's true, so though. I think that's – I think, like, I wonder what the talks are having this week inside St. Thomas Sports Park is. Probably having Tim Kelly run the offensive meetings, I would hope. The talk is a rising tide rises all ships. That's what Kevin Byron said today. That's like I, that's that's the hope. Like to me, like they're still they're still saying things that you want to hear because I don't think they've given up just yet. Like they know they're playing bad football, mm-hmm. and they know they got to they got to turn it around. Yeah. So I don't think they've given up just yet. It's not. I mean, it's not the talk that we we hear from that group because um, they know they still have a two game lead in the division. That's the most important thing right now is just just win, get in, win and get in. I wonder how the defense looks with with a healthy Jeff Simmons right now, even without Danico. Like you can just but tell, Jeff, Jeff is not. He's the same. not. He's just not the same player out there right now. He's just not. I, I agree, but he's also mentioned that it's hard for him to do anything when he's getting double and triple teamed. Yeah, the attention on Jeff. I, I don't know. I don't know if we're overplaying the the ankle injury. Because he obviously has, has said that you know it's not it's not Michael like that's not what it is it's just I'm getting more attention now, yeah, um, and he's just not he's not able to say because we have no fucking pass rushers is what, is what he can't say. Yeah, I don't know. I think if, when Danico comes back, I think we'll see Jeff flourish. I hope so. We shall see. All right, I think it's that time, Chris. It's time for. Name that Titan. Presented by Spencer Montgomery, realtor and auctioneer. Am I on a two-game losing streak? I think so. Uh, no. Uh, I missed the Dexter McCluster one. That's right. All right. So, okay. Uh, but right. to be fair, you've only gotten one out of the last four. So, we have we, – it went – I'm playing like the Titans, Brett, Austin. Brett, me, miss, Brett. In the last four, so. All right. We're about to find out how well you know your Titans. I feel, I, I feel like me and Brett kind of tag team last week and came to – he got to Algie yeah. Crumpler. Uh, mm-hmm. So, maybe we can maybe we can do that again and, and beat Give him. Give half. Yeah. All right. Y'all ready? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. All right. This player was drafted by the Titans in the fourth round of the 2005 NFL draft. Patman Jones draft. Oh five. Chris Brown. Bo Scaife. We we've already done Chris Brown this year. Bo Scaife. 
No scave. Oh, damn. Mod nice. Hall. <laughs> uh, no, not a Mod Hall. Uh, he went to Virginia Tech. Hmm. College of Wild Virginia, Virginia Tech. Andre oh. Wolford? No. No, he was first on. No. It's uh, Vin- Vincent Fuller. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, Chris. Let's, Let's go. go. Oh, my gosh. That might be the quickest one ever. My boy, Vinny. All right, I've been nice on you guys. Like, I, Listen, I try to find guys that we would all know. Fuck that. I'm about to go in the <laughs> these next couple weeks. I'm about to like make y'all feel terrible about I was just about bro. to say he played like, one preseason game I've in 2002. Like, I'm trying to find guys that like, yeah, I don't know if they'll remember these dudes. But, oh, <laughs> that was way too easy. Uh, I was a huge Vinny fan. <laughs> I like Vinny as well. I was a big Vinny fan. Huge oh, fan. my gosh. That's hilarious. You got to think about his parents. Um, they've had four sons playing the NFL. What? Corey, Kyle, Kendall, and Vinny. Yep. Wow. I didn't know Kyle was his brother. Kyle yep. Fulvia. I didn't know that. Wow. That's cool. Talk about a family. That's insane. Wow. That's cool. Yep. So that's, I'm going to see. Corey's well done, Chris. 32. Appreciate Vinny, it. Vinny. I don't know. Uh, Vinny's the oldest. Vinny's 40. Corey's 32. Kendall is 27. Kyle's 30. That's insane. Wow. Good for them. Yeah, literally. Proud parents. Proud parents. Uh, uh, A crazy Vinny Fuller stat. Six interceptions. Four of those were touchdowns. Dang. That's insane. (laughs) That's an awesome stat. Wild. Wow. All right, uh, let's fast forward and talk about Sunday's game against the Chargers. The Titans are two and a half point underdogs right now. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. They have no business being favored in any game right now for the rest of the year. Yeah, exactly. Vegas underdogs against Houston too. All yeah. right, it. Uh, the Titans have allowed eight and a half yards per pass over the last three games, and then who do they get this week? Oh. Second leading passing yard uh, quarterback, Justin Herbert. Mike Williams is back. Keenan Allen is back. They're, Josh Palmer's kind of gotten himself to a very nice receiver this year. They're fairly healthy as well. Uh, Eckler is a Eckler. out of the backfield. Uh, guys, this is the Titans have a lot. If they can win this game, I'll f- feel somewhat confident about the mm-hmm. Somewhat. Mm-hmm. This is a I mean, good this, team. This, that, this is the kind of game to do that against, though, right? Like, I mean, 100%. everybody's everybody's. A, Titans win this game, everybody's opinion is changing about them the rest of the season. Like, it just, yeah, this is the fair. kind of game where you can write the ship. Who's everybody, though? National media is probably like, yeah, that, that was no, I mean, not national, still- I mean, local or, or us. We'll see. <laughs> Fans. Uh, us, yeah. We'll see. Um, yeah, they're fairly healthy for the most part. Derwin James is probably out on Sunday, uh, from what I've read. But outside of that, they've, uh, they're pretty, Pretty healthy team. Um, I will say this, though. L.A. is dead last in opponent yards per carry. They've allowed an average of 5.4 yards per rush. Well, so, Does it matter if they don't give Derek the football? I was say, if the Titans can, can sustain the first quarter, Derek Henry, for all four quarters on Sunday, then he could go for 380. <laughs> he could break the NFL <laughs> record for most yards in the game. Um, the, the football, uh, though. 
the the interesting part uh, is going to be the who's healthy at corner for the Titans. Yeah. Uh, Christian was a DNP today, right? I believe Correct. so. I believe. I'll pull it up. Limited. So, you know, if, if you're going into this game against Justin Herbert and his wide receivers without Christian Fulton, I think that's a, that's a pretty scary thought. Uh, here you go. So for today, TJ Board, Traylon Burks, Christian Fulton, Dontrell Hilliard, Robert Woods were all DNPs. Nico Audrey, Trey Avery, Nate Davis, Derek Henry, Amani Hooker, Ben Jones, Terrence Mitchell, Big Jeff, Ryan Tannehill, all limited participation. Hassan Haskins was back to full participation. We're going to remember, too, that Tannehill's still not playing at 100% either. He hasn't been for a while. Yeah. So you had one, two, three, four, five DNPs. CJ Boyd, Traylon Burks, Christian Fulton, Dontro Hoyard, and Robert Woods. You're at 80, 80 players used? Is that right? At this point, you're passing because each guy you called up, like TJ Borg gets called up, hurt. I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm you're, you're replacing injuries with injuries at this yeah, point. Yeah, man, it's, and it's like you can't even write the script. It's like we just called this guy up. Oh, he's hurt now. Yeah. I mean, I don't. You, you. I mean, I'm surprised Julius Chestnut didn't go down last week. You can't make it up. You can't, dude. I mean, I feel like the 49ers. Brock Purdy's hurt too. I mean, I just, it's insane, dude. They could be at uh they could be at eighty three or eighty four players after after the Chargers game played this I mean, season. There's a good chance you break your own record, man. Yep. In it's, less than a year's time. It's just the the most the the biggest bit of unluckiness I think I've ever seen a team go through from an injury. Is it not, dude? Is it really not? And it's not like, you know, everybody wants to shit on on the medical staff and all that, but like they're not all soft tissue injuries. There's a lot that uh-huh. are, but you know, it's, it's not all, you know, there's been obviously several concussions, um, stuff like that. So Don Charles is a freak injury. Getting Zach Cunningham back, uh, should help. <laughs> it should, I mean, it should help. Um, I think the socks though, is you finally get him back and now you have your other linebacker on IR. Yeah. Talking about injury look, but, but I trust Monty Rice and Zach Cunningham a lot more than I trust Monty Rice and Dylan Cole slash Joe Schoenberg. I, I agree. But I'm not going to lie to you. Dylan Cole has really grown on me this year. He's, I mean, I don't want him as LB1, but he's really grown on me. And then he cried he, a lot. I, I told the guy. <laughs> Did that bother you? <laughs> I'm mean, uh, like, what? He's, he's definitely regressed back to the mean, I think. Um, he he had his Jeremy Lin moment, I think, to start yeah. to start the season. Uh, but he's definitely regressed back to the mean, and he's just a, he's just a hell of a special teams player, uh, and that's where I would prefer to see him at. Do you think he's this version of Will Compton by comparison? I mean, he hits harder than Will Compton for sure. Oh, sure. But I, I think they probably they probably play special teams about the same. Uh, looking at some stats, the Chargers are uh, near the bottom of the league in, in uh, sacks. Um, that's with Joey Bosa, and that's with Khalil Mack. That's with uh, a Kenneth Murray. 
They've only get, um, given 24 sacks. Bosa had played in a long time, though, right? The Titans have uh, sacked quarterbacks 33 times. Nope. Have the Chargers gone against Dennis Daly yet this season? <laughs> they have not. So they could have. <laughs> <laughs> they could have what, they're, what they're gonna do is just put Joe, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack both right there on the on the yeah just destroy Aaron Brewer and, and Dennis Daly. Let's see. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how they try to defend. I mean, uh, we both we all know it's going to be. Dennis Daly back out there again. Um, but it'll be interesting to see uh, how often they uh, they stack that side of the line with an extra offensive lineman. I'm more frustrated than I thought I was. Yeah, I just – I mean, we just got to let it all out, Brett. Just got to talk about it. <laughs> the event, man. Um. Yeah, we shall see on Sunday, guys. Um, I'm not confident whatsoever. <laughs> at this point of the season, like, at this point of the season, I, I'm just watching games and just see how they unfold. If they win, awesome. Hooray. If they lose, oh, God. Shit on the roster that we have. That's what, that's what it comes down to. Um, yeah. So. You've always got any predictions? I'll say they win. No, I do have yeah, one. Yeah, that's a bold prediction. I will say – so I, I texted you guys the other day about it um, after after the game. You give up four turnovers, but the defense has not got a turnover in, in over a month, right? So, Titans have a turnover on, on Sunday. That's my bold prediction. Don't know how, don't know what, but the defense comes up with a turnover. Be lovely. Uh, KB is due for INT, right? I'm just going to repeat um, mine from the last game because it should have been true. Uh, Derek has 150. Like I said, they get up 5.4 yards per carry. All three of ours should have been true. I had Derek has 150. You had Tannehill throws three touchdowns. Um, you actually you did you two parted Brett. You did. Tannehill has th- uh, throws three touchdowns and scores, and we score every time in the red zone. Yeah. So you got you yeah. got half a point there. I got uh, half. And then, and Austin had Titans go for thirty. Close. Uh, I got a Chig over a hundred and a score this week. Holy shit! <laughs> I love it. Hey, it's possible. Chig yeah. is. I think. Give him the football. Y'all, I think, Brett, you said earlier, Tannehill might be the best offense player right now. It might be Chig. Good Chig point. might be the best offense player this time. Ty- he this makes roster plays right when now. he has the ball in his hand, man. Just don't give him an <clears throat> end around in the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. And then and then blame him for going too deep on it. Yeah, I like I just, don't, yeah, man. don't call that play. I like yours, Chris. Um, Chargers have given up the fifth most rushing yards this year, so – I like it. Hey, Derek's second in the league in rushing. I don't think he's going to catch Josh Jacobs at this point. No, I don't think so either. Uh, he's 203 yards behind him. So unless he just <clears> it's going to take a massive game against the Chargers. Yeah, to he's got to get back close. He just had, needs to have like a couple back-to-back, like 150, 170 yard games. Yeah. To get, have, but Josh Jacobs might have a few of those too. The way he's Has running. Josh Jacobs played himself into a, a new contract with Las Vegas? 
Oh, yeah. He's played himself into a new contract, new contract with, somebody. with somebody. Exactly. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He, he's a deserving pro bowler this year. I'm happy for him. Yeah, 100%. Stonehouse, hey, by the way, Stonehouse leading the, the AFC in punting as he should for pro bowl. Is that, is that your only – is that the only pro bowler? Uh, and Derek. Yeah, Derek, Derek is leading as well. Those two. So, Dennis, Dennis Daly might get a couple. I'm going to go for, dip, go for Dennis Daly just to give him some – some positive. To his, it's going to pop his, up uh, and say one vote, Brett Bachelor. <laughs> I know. Gonna be positive. They're just going to they're just going to call you by name since you're the one that actually <laughs> gave him the vote. I promise you, I'd sit in oncoming traffic if Dennis Daly went to the promo. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> with all due respect. Dude, you gave up a fifth rounder for him, man. Oh, I meant to bring that up too. That, that's what pissed me off. A fifth rounder for him is that the Titans don't have a fifth round pick now because they traded. Dude, that phone call, that phone yeah. call probably came from John Robinson, Carolina. Probably picked up the phone and said, "Yeah, sure, you want this guy? Absolutely." And we get a pick for him. One hundred percent. Like you said, daily, not not Darnold. You went yeah. daily. Yeah. Uh-oh. And you well, want you want to give us news. a fifth? Like we don't have to give you a fifth rounder. But the GM was the like, "Good news, it is a 2024 fifth, so that does help probably oh, okay. yeah. some of the pain." Not about that, but still, not they're really. Probably, dude, GM's probably, yeah, John, it's you're okay today. You're right this morning. Piss us off the, the next year when we have to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I bet the Panthers GM was like, yeah, "Is is Daly still on the roster? Is he still here?" Yeah, have we not cut him yet. Jesus. All right. For Brett Bashel, for Chris Carter, my name is Austin Nelson. We appreciate you guys listening to the podcast as always. Get us on Twitter at Second and Victory. As always, tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up.